Welcome to the first free two hours of the BingeCast on the Binge Media Podcast Network. All of our listeners receive the first two hours of the BingeCast for free, while premium members receive the full binge. The entire four-hour show available exclusively at patreon.com slash binge media. And they'll get early access to the show 24 hours before everyone else. For only $5 a month, premium members also get access to exclusive shows, drinking shot recipes, and our monthly happy hour on Discord. Sign up at patreon.com slash binge media to join us today for only $5 a month. And now, the Binge Cast. The Binge Cast. They drink a lot, so let's talk about the Binge Cast. Books and flicks, TV roundup. We'll all got stuck. In a minivan Moreno's drunk And he's Mexican Where the fuck is Anna? Where the fuck is Anna? Flip-flops, what he's wearing right. What the fuck you wearing? Yeah, they're drinking a lot Some cause got all the pot The bitch cast The bitch cast, the bitch cast The bitch cast The bitch cast, the bitch cast The bitch cast Never will spoil the end. The binge cast. Spoiler alert, Batian. Don't spoil it. And you know the scene they forgot about. Miranda and Law rehabs calling now. Where the fuck is Emma? Where the fuck is Emma? Bigfoot is what is chasing. His hair is fucking dreaded. Yeah, drinking a lot. Up cause got all the pot The Binge Cast 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 So smooth. Uh, welcome to the Binge Cast. My name is Jim Law. I'm here with Peter Sentnick. How you What's doing, happening? I'm good. I was kind of wandering eyes during that intro sounder and i was looking at my dvds oh okay what like what are you gonna do (laughs) with your dvds like when you're like super old like are you just gonna keep collecting as long as you can and just have a million dvds and then what well i've actually recently just stopped like collecting so um, oh it's funny you bring that up yeah i just decided like no more i don't want to add any more to the collection obviously there's some that i want some that I need like commentaries I've done or um, what do we do? The docket. Like I kind of wanted to collect those little keepsake DVDs and stuff, but I just kind of was like, nah, I'll just stop here. This is pretty good. So what was the last DVD you ever bought? Oh, last DVD I ever bought. Hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh I don't know. It may have been. Or, well, how like, long ago? It had to have been a few months ago. Um, mm-hmm. Man, you put me on the spot here. I honestly don't know because I just kind of have a list. And if I see that it's cheap, I like I buy it. I don't know. Maybe it was like I feel like it was Joker, but that could have been like three Black uh, Fridays ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
don't think it was though. I don't think it was Joker. I, I don't know, man. I, don't, I hate to put give you some dead air, but uh, I really. Oh, I just thought it would be like it would be special. Like it would be. Oh, this is the last DVD I ever bought. No, I I I obviously probably purchased a DVD or DVDs, and then months later, like because I sold like a bunch too, because I would buy like lots of them, like mm-hmm. from people on like uh, marketplace or Craigslist, and keep the ones I want. Or trade out, oh. better, and then I would resell them. How e- how easy was it to resell them? Like, is there people looking to buy all the time? There was one guy I was selling to, but then he like kind of ghosted me. And then some another reseller who has like an eBay account found me, and he's like, "I can only give you like I can pay like a third. I'm trying to think what he said, but it was like I gave him 900 DVDs for 400 dollars." what i'm not no i'm not i'm not amazed at the price i mean that's fine but whatever but you had 900 dvds to sell i had 900 yeah from like collecting all through quarantine so you know almost two years of collecting lots like buying or if people were giving them away for free like free dvds 150 free dvds i would just go grab them and build my collection up and then just started storing all the ones I didn't want and then finally would put up like a listing of uh, a huge amount, you know? Holy fuck. <laughs> I think you, this is amazing. Like, I don't even own – I don't even have 900 DVDs, which is funny. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I don't have that in my collection. I'm like at seven or eight or something, so. Wow. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, so I uh, just uh, like forty cents, pretty much forty cents each. Yeah, and I profited because I got a lot for free because people were just fucking right. You know, people just give them shits away. So who the fuck buys nine hundred DVDs? Like it was one guy. There was one guy, eBay reseller, fucking backed in his car at my driveway and we loaded up like fifteen boxes of uh, DVDs in the back. He's an e- he's just an eBay reseller. And like sells them for, you know, three dollars each, or right. four dollars each, because there's like TV series, you know, TV series in there, or something like a season, some oh. unopened shit. That's and I don't just collect anything, or else I would have kept all nine hundred of those. So why is it you stop? Like, is it just because it's easy to find uh, other kids to watch something that you want immediately? No, I think the uh, the thrill is gone for me. Oh. I'm just like ah, I don't care any. I don't. I don't care anymore. I don't care about the hunt or like going to a goodwill and searching around. Yeah. I just like I don't know. I just don't care. So the collection, it, it's it's staying how it's staying. And getting back to your original question, what am I going to do with it when I get older? Uh, maybe I'll just like keep a few little keepsakes and then reach out to that eBay guy again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I mean. I don't know. Like basically, my collection's pretty much free now. The whole thing, <laughs> you know, I it's all free shit now because it's right. I profited <laughs> reselling <Right>. DVDs. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're you're a fucking reseller. Like you are. I was. I was for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. But that's all over now. Everyone, no one's getting unemployment anymore. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, how many DVDs do you have? And what was the last DVD you collected? Oh, God. That's been such a long time ago. Um, 
I have no idea. Also, perfect. Um, I probably like w- had a garage sale a couple years ago, and I mm-hmm. took out all the like non-essential shit, and I put it in the garage sale, and a lot of that didn't sell. Mm. So I have bins in my garage filled with DVDs oh. that would normally be on my shelf. I probably have about I don't know. I'm looking probably at about 200 on my shelf right now. Oh shit. Um, of just you know shit that I didn't want to sell and just kept. But then I have when I was rearranging my office. Yeah, I had all the burned DVDs. Like oh, the one, yeah. Uh, not, movie guy used to drop off every day and every week at work. That's right. <laughs> uh, I got a giant box. I probably got fucking 400 of those just of blank DVDs and envelopes, you know, sitting in a box underneath my desk. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, now, well, then it turned to I would just download what I wanted and keep it on a giant hard drive. Uh-huh. Um, I'm finding even now it's so easy to, ex- like, get to these things if I want to watch them. Yeah. Uh, even going up and like grabbing my hard drive and hooking it up to the fucking, my, my, whatever, my TV or my, whatever that is going to play the media. That seems like hassle to me. Like I just keep getting lazier and lazier with it. Right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, I can t- turn this app on and find that movie. Even though I probably have it downloaded, have the DVD in my fucking office. <laughs> I probably have a burnt copy of it in this box. I have three visions, three different copies of it, but I, I go to the fucking streaming thing. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll watch just, DVDs still. Like I did the Scream 2 commentary this week and I watched it on DVD. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, the DVDs are best for us right now is the minivan because mm-hmm. it's the only way you can watch a movie in the minivan for the kids, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, we went out, I don't know. One day last week, when we ended our quarantine, we went out to the fucking local mall, mm-hmm. and Ethan actually bought a DVD. It was uh, five Paranormal Activity movies. Nice. For, yeah, for like nine bucks. That's, so that's awesome. Running constantly in the van now. <laughs> Just nothing <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the least exciting horror franchise. What's happening running. now? People are sleeping. We're all driving. We all have to be quiet, and then all of a sudden, you just hear. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got nervous. Avery's like, I don't like this. I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> All right. So I went on my eBay account because that's where I would purchase um, DVDs. So it looks like July 10th, 2021, I purchased uh, Don't Breathe. That don't, could be the last one? That could be the last one. Don't Breathe Blu-ray. I bought that because um, I did the commentary for that. So mm-hmm. I wanted to have it. You were doing that, like whenever you did a commentary, you would search it out and. Find yeah, if I knew it. I was doing one, yeah, yeah. because um, you know this is before we were doing like the screen sharing stuff, so. Right, and right. I didn't want to bother anyone to like send me. Sometimes I'd reached out to uh, AMG to send me the file, so I didn't have mm-hmm. to deal with a stream because I never trusted the stream during a commentary. Right, right. So I needed like a hard copy, a file or my DVD, which I haven't. Nothing skipped yet, thank God. Well, I don't know. It's kind of sad because you're like the last guy I knew that collected DVDs, and I kind of liked that. And now you're just like, fuck it. I don't make DVDs. me spend more money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, at, I was uh, I was looking for something in my storage underneath. Uh, like we have a storage underneath our living room, and I was in there, yeah. and I opened up a box, and I still got a box of VHS tapes that I I couldn't get rid of. Oh, like wow. the original, all three original Star Wars VHS, mm-hmm. the Back to the Futures. And the Indiana Jones and a hard shell Evil Dead limited edition. Like I just never 
Yeah. I could never get rid of them. So they're just sitting in a box under my thing. I don't know what the fuck I'm ever going to do with them. If you throw them on eBay, someone eats them up, yeah. man. Yeah. But yeah, I know the original Star Wars ones probably. But, I mean, it's just so easy to get that now. Yeah. Like, to get that original non-deluxe version Star Wars where Han shoots first type shit. But you can just go on the internet and find that now in 10 seconds. Yeah, I bought like bootleg Blu-rays of the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So. That's just funny. <laughs> fucking. It used to be fucking such a big part of my life, right? Just every yeah. week. What's coming out on DVDs? Well, fuck, we used to do DVD releases on the podcast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So excited about it. I know it huh. sucks that that's kind of, that that's gone. I don't even know what the fuck comes out anymore. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> we, we, I have, like, that site I sent you this week mm-hmm. um, for our research, for our full binge, which I'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, like, I would go have to go there every week because I just, I wouldn't know anything. That's a great um, site, by the way, that you sent. Yeah, it's just it's fucking everything, like streaming and fucking theatrical and whatever. Uh, I think it's firstshowing.net if mm-hmm. you want to go to their uh, release dates, 2022, I guess now. All right, Jesus Christ! Um, I just bought I ten DVDs right now. Just to... <laughs> so I didn't even need them. I'm like Cloverfield, uh, Cloverfield Paradox, best of the Three Stooges. You're just like I don't know. Just give me it. I'll fucking resell it. I'm back, baby. <laughs> it's my Facebook fucking status. <laughs> All right. This is the Bingecast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Tonight, Pete and I are going to talk about some TV. We're going to talk about some movies. We're going to listen to some voicemails. And then um, we're going to do the full binge. Now, if you don't know what the full binge is, full binge is our extra little show like we like to do for our Patreon subscribers. Patreon.com slash binge media. Five bucks a month. You get um, Pete's commentaries, which you just did a new one, right? This week that came on Patreon? Yes, yeah, Scream 2 with uh, Ammon Gilbert. Yes. Oh, this is great. Now, are you going to go through all the screams leading up to the new one? No, we're not going to have that much time because that draw, you know, next week. Scream 5 is next week. Um, but maybe like every year we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> Once a year. Evan right. starts really late for me, so it's it does. It's, it's, it's a rare. Text me. He texts me about 9 p.m. He's like, hey, want to do a commentary at midnight with Ammon? <laughs> <laughs> and your response was, nobody nope. Like, All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, actually, uh, just to talk about that, that Scream movie is getting fucking great word of mouth from what I hear. It is. Like, yeah, the reviews drop. People are fucking loving it. And you know what's awesome? Our theaters are closed down. Oh! So another fucking punch to the face of my kids. They were just waiting for, like, the, you know, the first big movie of the year and they can't see it. Well, I just canceled my AMC Stubbs membership. Oh, you're just done. You're just out. You're just <laughs> no longer fucking. You just hate movies. Like no DVDs. Fuck that. No theatrical movies. Fuck that. You're out. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I hate the goddamn theater. I hate it. I, I would if I was you, I'd hate it too. But <laughs> I love when you go to the theater. It makes me happy. It makes me feel great about my theater. So I need you to get back on the horse at some point and get no, back. No, no. Maybe if I let, like I said, I think I said this before. If I travel somewhere to like visit somebody, and they swear they have like a really great theater, then then I'll go to that theater. You, 
Are you honestly proclaiming again that you're never going to the theater? Because you've done this twice in the past couple of years. Um, yeah, right now I'm proclaiming that I will not be going back to the theater. Unless, <laughs> okay. like, you know, there's, like, no cases. I think I said that at the beginning of the pandemic. Zero or... cases. Okay. If there's zero – okay, say if there's – Zero cases for two months. <laughs> All right. Listen to this scenario. Yeah. Okay. 200 cases in in Jersey. Yeah. And Clover, the new Cloverfield's coming up. <laughs> I have to find out which county those cases are in. <laughs> <laughs> it's 200 in my county. I can't go. Uh, all right. All right. I'll hold you to this. <clears throat> I know. Cloverfield's a, that's a, that's a hard sell. It's a hard or it's an easy sell, but it's hard for me. And then the week after the new Mission Impossible movie comes out. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and then a new JJ Star Star Wars after that. <laughs> Just announced it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh we'll see. We'll see. My God. wife wants to go to the theater, but she understands. She's with me all the time. Yeah, she understands your your. Uh, I want, I'm not going to say pettiness, but your uh, concern. I mean, she got to see all of last night in Soho. I missed 20 minutes of it. She was uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she does. She'll go back. What was wrong with it? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, Pete, your fucking theatrical experiences are amazing. You could write a book. You honestly could write some sort of little memoir about it. Nah, someone will troll me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Get off your high horse. I was talking about <laughs> I was talking about the full binge. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so patreon.com, uh, sign up, five bucks a month. You get full binge, uh, which is an extra little show we do every week. Pete's commentaries. Um, Jack Attack Tuesday. Uh, Jack Attack Tuesdays. Although I think he's ending Jack Attack Tuesdays. I'm not sure, but oh, that's what I read. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but all our special little shit. And um, tonight, our full binge is like an annual little special we like to do. Pete and I are going to be picking our top 10 television shows of the year and our top 10 movies of the year. Yes. And I do have Alex's list as well. All right. So we have a send in list of uh, top 10s. Okay. He has. Does he have he has ten TV shows? He has nine TV shows okay. and three movies in no order. They're just listed. I love that he only really liked three movies. That's my favorite <laughs> thing about him. Like he saw I know he he just saw a lot of movies because of the show mostly. A lot of the times we're just like, hey, watch this screener or I'm watching this, you should watch it. Yeah. But he only fucking felt like putting three of those on the list. Well, let me see. He texted me. Before, like, because I asked him, like, uh, just want to make sure, you know, you'll make that list because, you know, we're starting, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, how'd you even pick fucking shit year? <laughs> 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 and then I just said to him uh, the link you sent me. Oh, OK. And then so he, he texted me right back. So I'm guessing. I don't know. And then he was he made a list and then all the numbers were out of order. So I had to put it in order. He fucking skimmed that fucking website. He's just like, ah, this is him scrolling through the website. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, whatever works, right? We got we got his uh, picks. You know, if he needs to defend any uh, down the road, he most certainly can. All right. So that's on the full bench tonight. Um, yeah. But tonight, I mean, uh, but before that, we're going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff. And the first thing is uh, some Google Voice. Let's do it. Let's call Google Voice. Ah, let's call that Mexican. Yeah. Yay! Let's call Pete and see, yeah. And that drunk Canadian. Oh, maybe I'll call 7-0. 8-4-6-9-5-4-6. Suck on my balls. Just suck my fucking balls. <laughs> Classic. All right, seven zero four zero six nine five four six. That is the number you could call and be on the show with us. Now, usually people, not, there's not. I found lately there's not a lot like of questions. Usually, you know, Warren or Alex. Yeah. And with questions, they haven't they haven't been questions. So let's see what's going on tonight. All right, first, let's one. do it. Hey guys, happy New Year! Oh, South. Uh, so I got a hypothetical for you. So, I don't know if you heard, there was a snowstorm, hit Virginia, car accidents, kept people on uh, I-95, interstate highway, like overnight. People stuck in their cars, stuck with their families, stuck with their pets, mm-hmm. running out of gas, running out of food. Mm-hmm. So here's my hypothetical. You're in your car, stuck overnight, 24 hours in a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. You got a brand new phone, so you got full 5Gs. You can download whatever you want. What are you going to watch in that 24 hours? Now, you can watch, you know, the 12 best movies of all time. But let's go with, with TV. What, what series do you watch you've never seen before or that you have seen before that you want to see again because mm-hmm. it's been a while? Just, just you in the car, mm-hmm. right? you got plenty of heat. Mm-hmm. You take your shoes off, Pete. Don't worry about it. Nobody's going to notice. Nice, nice. So that's the hypothetical. And I'll throw another monkey wrench in if you want. Does that change if you have your pet with you, right? You got Luke there hanging out. Like, does he need, like, pizza, right? A dog show? I don't know. All right, guys. Have a good one. Oh, wow. This is, uh, yeah, because he, if I'm by myself, my answer is different if I'm with my family, right? Well, if I'm with my family, we're all going to kill each other. So that would be. Put yourself in there alone, solo style. All right. Yeah. All right. So I'm by myself. And, um. Fucking brand new. Oh, by the way, Alex, just shut me right the fuck up. I haven't <laughs> had any questions lately. Here's a question. Shut up, Law. Right all in right. your face. Yep. Um, all right. So we're caught 24 hours yeah. in our car on the highway. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you going to the theater. It's something that might happen to you on the way to the theater. This is me on the way to Palooza. <laughs> <laughs> um, what... Are we watching? Do here's the key. Here's the key for me. Yeah. Do I want to go to like Old Faithful? Like, do I want to watch something that I know I'm going to enjoy to make myself have a good time while I'm in the car, having the worst fucking time of my life, or do I want to just like, hey, I haven't seen this. Now's a good time. I got nothing else to do. What do you do? So it's it's either one, something we've seen, something we haven't seen. It's our choice. Well, no, yeah, like just what is it? Like, is it <sighs> television show? I think I gotta go with like. Sunny. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good pick, right? Because there's like 15 seasons. There's 15 seasons, and also if 
you know, it's so rewatchable because there's so much shit you miss. TJ was watching the last season this this past week, mm-hmm. and I literally just finished it right at the end of the year. Like I, yeah. I'm really fresh off of it, and there's still new shit that I oh. didn't notice. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a good one. That's a really good one. I don't think I'm gonna do anything new because I feel like I'm gonna be uncomfortable and I'm gonna be like not able to concentrate on new characters and new storylines. So it's I think that's out the window. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you do Sunny TV show. I'm gonna pick a movie. Now, what movie would I want to watch? Was sitting in there. Um, mind you, Vinny Van has a DVD player. I could watch DVD. Paranormal <laughs> box set, baby. I got the paranormal <laughs> box set. I can watch that. Fucking, that's ten hours right there. Um, what do I want to watch? Uh, it's probably a comedy, right? Because I'm gonna be fucking aggravated. I'm gonna be really angry, Alex. I'm gonna be. Oh my god! If I fucking sit in traffic for like. Two minutes on an expressway. I want to fucking murder, some, like literally murder somebody. So Magnolia so, is your pick, is what you're saying. So for fucking twenty four <laughs> hours. I mean, it's got to be fucking just something really, really fucking fun. Um, <clears throat> let's go like Animal House. Let's go Airplane. Let's yeah. go uh, switch up genres. Let's go Scream. Let's mm. go. You know, I want something fucking thoroughly enjoyable and something to get my mind off not or murdering somebody. Like, I, I'm going to want to murder. Yeah. Maybe Scream wouldn't be the best choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Start yeah, going to car to car with your favorite scary movie knocking on windows. I'm just thinking, like, what's in my minivan right now? Like, if this actually did happen, and we just and the whole family was in there, mm-hmm. I think I have hot rod. I have Jaws. Yeah, I have I have five Paranormal Activity movies. Perfect. Uh, I have what the fuck else is in there? I think what about Bob is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and there's a couple more that have just been in there forever. Like, like once you put a DVD in the minivan, it's pretty much. That's where it is now. Like it never comes out. Like, like you just add more. Like you never, you never go. Hold on, let me take these movies out and return them, and then grab new movies. You just grab more movies, and they just keep piling up in the bottom of this fucking console or whatever the fuck they're. Oh, in. so you they, you don't put them back in a sleeve? It's like loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just yeah. There's a pile of fucking open DVDs in my minivan. They're just sitting. <laughs> there's a fucking spindle of DVDs somewhere in the minivan. Um, yeah, so. I think That's the Toy it. Stories one through four would be good. Oh, that would be great. That's an yeah. easy, uh, an easy watch. Yeah. yeah, it can't be heavy. It can't no. be drama. I can't like no drama. No, uh, <clears throat> I don't even want horror movie. I think it's a, it's got to be comedy, laughing my balls off, and not a comedy where there's like annoying characters. <laughs> like I gotta love everybody. You gotta be uh, in a good mood here. Yeah, that's the whole, that's the whole point, I think. Yeah. Definitely not something like, oh, geez, I I haven't watched uh, Expanse yet. Let me start that <laughs> from first. Like, you're not going to do that. You're never going to concentrate on that. I'm not watching Mother. <laughs> no, that's – no. Then there will be murders. Yeah. All right. All right, who's next here? Thanks, Alex. Thanks for sh- shutting me up. And you yeah, he, he knew. He knew. It's all questions today. Happy Nate year. What? How are, I going? <laughs> How are you? It's Nate Peterson. I'm well. Thanks for asking. Um, 
hope you all had a great festive period. Um, I caught the COVID. Ooh, rubbish, isn't it? Um, right, so I'm just calling up with some... Um, I'm not necessarily going to say recommendations, but some things that I've watched, some, some things that maybe you guys haven't talked about, I don't know. Oh, um, so two films and a TV show. Firstly, the TV show. Uh, it's a UK show. It's got, I think, three seasons out um, so far. And it's called Staff Let's Flats. Now, I appreciate a lot of those words are unfamiliar to you, you North Americans. So I'm going to spell that for you. It's S. T-A-T-H space L-E-T-S space F-L-A-T-S Staffletz Flats. Uh, and Flats. essentially it's a very goofy silly British sitcom about a real estate agent uh, who has very sort of Borat-esque um, mannerisms and things like that. He's, uh, yeah, he's just a goofy guy very unsuccessful what he does um, but works in the family business and stuff like that. Very funny. Um, I'd like to know whether it translates to a US audience, um, but very, very good. Um, the two films I had then were Bodied, which was produced by Eminem, and it's about uh, battle raps and a white guy getting into it. Very Eight Mile-esque, except if um, Eminem wasn't, uh, you know, Eminem. It was instead uh, a, a middle-class, um, well-educated uh, college student. Quite funny, quite entertaining. It's not the best film in the world, but I think it's entertaining enough with the battle raps and the characters they're using it. Quite funny. Um, definitely would recommend that. Right. Probably a good seven and a half on ten, mm -hmm. maybe an eight. Mm -hmm. uh, and the last film I've just finished is The Barkley Marathons, uh, which is a documentary about uh, one of the toughest marathons in the world uh, where you essentially have to run 100 miles over a 60-hour period. Uh, <laughs> There's more to it than that. It's not just a straight marathon. It's a trail marathon. So there's a lot of hiking and stuff like that. And it's fucking psychotic why anybody would do it. Absolutely ridiculous. That's probably a 7 on 10. Worth watching just for the insanity of the people that do it and what they have to go through. Right, that's me. You're you. Valabubba Dickers. Stay frosty. Bye-bye. <laughs> so many sign-offs for me. Yeah. Uh, Stay frosty. Did he ever say that before? Is that yeah, he, he's, he's, oh, he yeah, he said that. He's, he's, he has said that. Oh, my God. Couldn't get that out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I, I like when Nate comes in with recommendations because it's always shit that I've literally never heard of in my life. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I want to change my answer to Alex's question. I want to watch Staff Flat Flats for the like all the whole season. I'm going to binge it when I'm on the highway. Well, I will watch the Barkley Marathon then. Right. Because that'll make you feel good about yourself sitting in a van. Everyone else is moving but me. <laughs> <laughs> and this Eminem thing. Like, I've never heard anything about this. Bodied. 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 Now, this is a movie or is it a documentary? Movie, you said, right? I think so. 2017, Bodied. <laughs> Really? That's old. A progressive graduate student finds success and sparks outrage when his internet in, – sorry, when his interest in rap – in battle rap as a thesis subject becomes a competitive obsession. Oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
don't, huh? I don't like Eight Mile at all, so I don't think I'm going to like this. Simon Rex stars in this. Who's that? Simon Rex. Yeah. Who, who's uh, sorry. <laughs> Simon Rex. <laughs> nope. He's in like the scary movies. Um. Is it a parody? Is it that? Is that what it is? Like the uh, Wayne uh, Brothers make this fucking movie? <laughs> and Eminem, Wayne Brothers, and Eminem. From the making of, sorry, from the makers of White Girls and Eight Mile comes White Mile. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, no, it looks like a. It's a comedy drama music. Those are the uh, genres for it. Two hours though, Eminem. Come on, <laughs> two hours, a two-hour rap battle. I don't got time for that. Um, I'm I, I'm just glad we got a nice early call from Nate. Yeah, happy um, New Year. Hope you feel better, bud. Yeah, fucking COVID, COVID Nate, calling in. All right, let's see what this guy. Oh, what is this? This is a six-second voicemail. Here we go. Here we go. What's up, boys? It's Bunchy. Happy binge cast. That was it. That's it. Happy New Year, bunch. Thanks, bunch. I don't. I don't know if he got cut off or that was it. Okay, I think that was it. All right, here we go. Next one. Five five one number. Hold on. So clean. What up, binge cast, and happy New Year! It's your boy. Driving underwater now. Holy fuck! Also, this.
What do you know what he's talking about? No. Nope. Should we go back and try to I I no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I no. It's just it was too jumbled. I Tom. Okay, I will. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll no fart. Oh, a book. <laughs> Station 11. Station 11. That's a show on HBO now. All right, there you go. But also... <laughs> All right. Here we go. And then my wife fell in love with the shipping Something about Yellowstone. His wife fell in love. Love, love with Yellowstone, maybe? Because uh, he... Well, he texted me this week, said it, she's started Yellowstone, but he's already finished it all. Oh, okay. But so he's watching it again. Oh. With his wife, Carrie, so yeah, okay. There okay. Do not watch the one season of Station Eleven on HBO. Okay, so she's watching Yellowstone, but she will not watch Station Eleven on HBO. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we uh up to date now? I think so. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> He does call back. Um, <clears throat> have you ever heard of this at all, book or show? Not book, but I, I did see the trailer for Station Eleven. Uh, no interest. What what, is, what did it look like? It just looked like every apocalyptic <laughs> type show. I'm just like, uh, I don't need another one of these. Right. Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. This is a, what is she from? I know. She's from uh, Halt. Oh, Terminator. She was a Terminator. Terminator, Terminator television show Halt and Catch Fire. She, she was in uh, Happiest Season, I think. She played uh, uh-huh. what's her name's girlfriend. And then uh, Himesh Patel, he was in that movie Yesterday, that Beatles oh. uh, forgotten movie. And Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Holy shit. Lori Petty. All right. Yeah. Um, I love. Look, man, I need book recommendations all the time. Oh, take the book uh, recommendation. Absolutely. I'm just not – I'm not doing either. You don't – what's the last book you read? Um, Armada. And what what happened? Like you were so booky back then. You're just like fucking firing through these books. It's the best. Firing through this book. 
not books. Book. Nope. You read Ready Player One. You fired through too, right? That yeah, that was like before the movie came out. That was before the right. movie was even a thing. Um, and then yeah, Armada was over the summer. Um, because oh. I had the time. And then okay. I, Ready Player Two is at my fingertips. I just got to wait for uh, you know, another quarantine or a vacation, something like that. You went on vacation. You didn't even fucking – are you listening to it or reading it? I can't remember. I started doing the audiobook, but I couldn't pay attention. I, I kept falling asleep. Oh, so you're right. You went and bought so it. So I have to – yeah, then I went and bought the book when uh, Alex was in town. Uh, he found it for me for like a dollar. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. That's the next one. That's the next book. Ready Player Two. Yes. Don't, okay. I don't know when I'll read it, but that's the next one I will read. I, I, Pete, I and everyone listening knows exactly when you're going to read it. When the movie gets the announced. The moment they announce the movie. Yeah, you, you may, and everyone will be right. So uh-huh. I'm not denying that. But I'll try okay. to start it as soon as I can. <laughs> okay. Uh, TM called back. Okay. Last, uh, last voicemail. All right. Oh, All right, Christ. going back real quick. Yellowstone, baby. Laura, I'm so pumped you're on board. It's definitely a couple show. Uh, great show. I, I've already seen the first three seasons. I'm re-watching from the beginning with my wife, who absolutely loves it. It's really all about the pilot. I mean, the pilot's an hour and a half. It's, I just heard Pete tap out. Uh, oh, damn. Hour and a half. It's so awesome. And uh, it is a lot like Succession with the family dynamic. Um, I like this show a lot better than Succession. Oh, I like boy. the scenic Montana, cowboy, mountainous, you know, just that whole scenery and setting for this show. It's fantastic. Uh, Rip is the best character, hands down. Uh, Rip and Jimmy are a lot like Tom and Greg from Succession. They provide the comedic moments to break up what is a very serious drama that you're watching with Yellowstone. Um, And Pete, I'm not really trying to sell you on it, but I will say that I'm in the same boat as you with Kevin Costner. Never been a Costner guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like JFK, but anybody could have played that role. So, yeah, Bull Durham, like you mentioned on on last show, love Bull Durham. But again, it's not because of him. <laughs> and I love Field of Dreams, but again, it's just not cost. I'm not a costume guy. I'm with you. Yeah. But this show, he's doing a hell of a job. It's such a great show. Law, keep it up, man. Carrie and I will be starting season two tonight, which means we'll probably have it finished by Sunday night. Suck a bubble. I was going to say, I think Tom's phone has COVID because that shit was, <laughs> sounded terrible. You better get your phone tested. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, I'm going to talk about Yellowstone a little bit in TV Roundup as far as what he's talking about. But I, will, I do want to address this Kevin Costner issue. Again? Well, listen. But he, but TM brought up some things that I wholeheartedly disagree with. Oh. Bull Durham is carried by kevin costner it really is yeah if you think it's tim robbins it's not he's a fucking side character he is the comedic fucking relief bull durham is a kevin costner film 
Dances with Wolves is a Kevin Costner fucking carried film. Uh, Field of Dreams. Um, I don't know. You can go either way. It's a very dramatic film. And yeah, he, it's not like he you needed Kevin Costner in that role. But I mean, come on. He's fucking it's a great film. But Bull Durham, for the love of fuck, that is all about Kevin Costner. He is fucking fantastic in that movie. He's the guy you're pulling for. He is everything in that film. And you've never seen it. I know that, Pete. You said that last week. So, yeah, I mean, this argument isn't for you, but for for Tom, the yeah. lover of sports movies and a lover of that movie, for him to just diss Kevin Costner when talking about Bull Durham is is wrong. I know. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I'll talk about uh, Yellowstone in uh, TV Roundup, which we're going to do right fucking Oh shit. Alright. TV roundup time. TV roundup. Now I'm laid off until the 24th of January, Peter. And if anyone that has ever listened to the show knows me, sitting around watching TV is not something I'm going to do. No. Um, you want to get paid for it. I want to get paid handsomely <laughs> for watching my television. Okay. Um, I did watch Boba Fett because that is something TJ wants to watch, and I decide to watch that. And also Yellowstone because, uh, like uh, TM said, it's a couple's show, right? So Jess mm. and I are watching Yellowstone. So that is basically all I can submit to this TV roundup if you want to talk about those later. But what else are you watching? Um, <clears throat> Mayor of Kingstown, episode nine aired. It's the uh, second to last before the finale. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess this is a conversation for full binge. Because um, I'm perplexed over this show and I need... Okay, is it still good? This episode was good. Yeah. There's a lot of shit happened in this episode. Uh, heavy, a heavy scene happened here. Um, oh. But nothing to do with uh, Jeremy Renner. Okay. Ba- barely in this episode. So it's going to be a, all that's him. Bad thing? Like, are you all about Jeremy Renner in this show? Is that your shit? No, not really. Um, okay. But he is the glue, you know, for all parties involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> he's he's getting pulled in, and it's going to be all him in the finale. So. Um, side note: two guys from Mayor of Kingstown, yeah, showed up in Yellowstone this week while I was watching. Oh, the bald, uh, you know, the bald police guy, the Canadian guy I was talking about. Did I uh, that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so he shows up in Yellowstone, and then the 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 head guard at the prison there the dumpy fucking mustache show guy yeah oh yeah that guy's a douche yeah he showed up in yellowstone too and he works on the ranch i was like the fuck's going on i wonder if there's a crossover there anyways or he has two jobs he works on the ranch and he works at the fucking jail oh it's it's literally a crossover yeah <laughs> yellowstone's right down the street from kingstown i don't know if he knew this okay so i'm in right. nine was yes. a great great episode can't wait to see the finale Oh, okay. I'm I'm excited. Then. Okay. Yes. Uh, Yellow Jackets. Okay. Uh, uh, so two, I think 
Uh, I did two episodes, I think, because I think I was behind maybe last week. So I uh, watched two. <clears throat> so we're on eight, nine premieres, I guess. I don't know when that premieres. Uh, still slow. Still yeah. kind of interesting. Uh, I'm still there. I still like um majority of the characters. I still want to know mm-hmm. where it goes. I guess, you know, like I said last week, we it, the show opens with uh, like this cult or this tribe and these costumes and we still haven't gotten there yet. So right. um, I need to see how that how that happens if it's so shitty i'm gonna fucking tap out because i just don't care about kind of the present day shit i don't care i want to be on the at the crash site yeah i get it because that's where all the everything will be answered so yeah so every time Um, they go they go back it's fucking god damn it god damn it but you're still in. You're going to finish this too. Yeah, I'm going to finish it out. It's still interesting enough to keep to keep my eyes glued on the television. Um, <clears throat> a crime scene. The Times Square Killer. There's a Netflix, uh, you know, murder doc. You know, the, the same bullshit that we get fucking every goddamn week. New one drops. You said you never watch again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So this is three episodes, uh, but I was interested in this. You know, Times Square is only, uh, you know, so close. Right. So I wanted to see what the fuck was going on. So there's like these two murders that happen in, in one room and, um, you know, cops got to try to figure out who the fuck it is. But this is like the 70s and there's no – 70s or 80s and there's no like DNA. There's no fucking cameras everywhere. So they're just going on hunches and – any type of evidence they could find. So, um, like, one thing they did was they found uh, the two victims, these two girls, they had their clothes. The clothes were in the in the, um, in the the bathtub, but they were beheaded and they had no hands, right? So all fingerprints and all identities gone. So what they did was they, the cops, they got two mannequins, dressed them up in the clothes from the bathtub, and then they printed that in the newspaper and say, does anybody know any of girls that have these outfits? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all they had back then. Oh, my God. Because at this time, in Times Square, it was all like peep shows and sex shows. So it was just like the dirty Times Square time. Did, did anyone see two chicks in these get-ups last <laughs> Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that they really had nothing to go on, uh, but some killings kind of make their way into Jersey, which is um, not far from me. Well, um, so th- th- then it got interesting when they started talking about Jersey towns because you watch some of these documentaries and they name towns. You're like, I don't care. Who gives a fuck? I don't know where this is. How many? It's amazing to me how many fucking serial killers there has been. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Like we know, you know, like the, even the ones we know about, we're like, fuck, that's a lot. Like there's a lot of fucking really horrible fucking people. But then you you watch these other documentaries and you're like, these were just as bad. Like, why aren't these guys famous? Like, yeah, it's a weird way to look at it. But honestly, it's fucking the, weird. Man. This one is good. I do recommend this one because um, a lot of shit comes out way later on mm-hmm. about um uh, this killer, which is super 
crazy as shit. So uh, I, I do recommend this one. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many episodes is this? This is three. Right. Yeah, this is a this is a good couple watch. <laughs> good serial killer couple watch. Yeah. <laughs> but I am always hesitant going into these. I'm like, are they gonna, you know, are they gonna catch a, you know, is the killer caught at the end? Do I have to look for this guy when I'm on the streets? Like, do they need my help still? Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I remember there was one documentary that the opening thing was text and it said, if you or anyone knows about – or the killer is still out there. If anyone know, has any information about it, please call like this phone number. I'm like, I'm not watching this. What is this? I'm not a detective. <laughs> and you didn't even catch him and you made a show about it? Fuck off. What are you doing? You're giving everybody a fucking murder homework. I don't want it. Get off me. Murder homework? <laughs> Murder <Her> homework. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's it, Boba Fett. So why don't you do um, your Stone of Yellow? Ah, yes, the Stone of Yellow. Mm. So um, we've slowed down greatly on the Stone of Yellow. Ooh. We are – I think we've done three, maybe four episodes of season two. So I think <laughs> Carrie and her – her, or TM's rewatch has already surpassed us, but I'm having we're having issues. I'm having issues. We're having oh issues. My God, <laughs> is it Costner? It's not Costner. Costner's oh, fucking it. amazing. I absolutely love him in the show. <laughs> He's fucking fantastic. Uh-huh. It's um, it's it's Costner's daughter in the show, and I fucking two people that love the show I've talked to, and I'm like. They go like, oh, I'm glad you're watching Yellowstone. And TM was one of them. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I can't. I want to fucking, I hope the daughter dies like every episode. Like every single episode, I want someone to pull a gun out and stick it in her mouth and pull the trigger. I hate her with a passion, like unheralded. Like it's it's rare that I will watch a show where I hate a character this much. And TM says back to me, says, couldn't disagree more. And I just like, what happens? Oh. I understand. I'm only, you know, not even two full seasons in. But what happens to fucking reinstate this woman as a human being in anybody's eyes? I have no idea what it is. Because I fucking hate everything about her. I hate the way she walks. I hate the way she fucking dresses. I hate the way her mouth is. I hate her fucking bangs. Pete. I hate her bangs more than I hate any other character on TV. Her bangs. And that's because of Jess, most of all. Because all Jess ever talks about every time she comes on screen is her bangs. Her bangs. This is amazing. So TM's like fucking loves her. And I'm just like, I don't, what happens? Does she, is she become like the best, like the nicest person ever? She's got issues, right? A lot of shit happened in her childhood. Uh And she doesn't, she's always never, or sorry, she's never got daddy's love. And she's fucking bitter about it. And she hates her brothers. And she Uh fucking tears them down any chance she gets. And uh, TM's right. Rip is the greatest character on this show. It's not even fucking close. That is uh, the guy played by Cole Hauser. He's a complete and utter badass. I watch it for him, basically, at this point. Although Costner's fine. So the uh, um, the daughter is it the uh, Monica character? 
No. Beth. Kelly Riley. Beth. Okay, okay. I'm looking at her. Okay. I just wanted to look at her bangs. Oh, she needs to just fucking die horribly. (laughs) And I know she doesn't because fucking TM is caught up and he loves her. So I know she's still on the show. That doesn't make me happy. I don't want to keep watching it. Yeah, because he would have said, like, uh, just give it two more episodes and right. she'd be out of exactly. your head. Exactly. <laughs> he would have been like, oh, don't worry about that. That'll figure itself out. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> but no, he's like, oh, I love her. She's fucking amazing. Mm. Shit that she does. I, I, I just stop listening. I can't fucking stand her. Uh. And it's getting to the point where I'm like, I don't like when we sit down on the couch and we have like an hour to mm-hmm. ourselves, which is rare. I don't know if I want to fucking sit there and look at her. I don't want to fucking deal with her. She's such a fucking cunt. She is the definition of television cunt. If that's like, if that's a fucking phrase that I can invent right now, television cunt. And it is a picture of her and her stupid fucking bangs and a fucking shitty cowboy hat trying to be all fucking cool. And it's the worst thing ever. I hate her. I hate everything about her and I don't want to see her anymore. Every, every episode. I'm okay. It starts out, if she's not in the first few scenes, I get in the groove. I'm like, okay, this yeah. is good. Yeah. Oh, no, that brother's doing this. He didn't, he's fucking murdering people. He's a, and then she shows up and it is an audible, oh, oh Jesus. Sitting in my living room, it is, I literally release that from within me. I don't even mean to do it. It's not, it's not on purpose. It literally <laughs> just comes out. I fucking <laughs> despise this character. Oh, man. Uh, that but, sucks. That sucks. I mean, fucking. And I know, th- like, there's, I think the fourth season just ended. Yeah, the fourth season just ended. For love of fuck. I'm mm. only halfway there. Oh, boy. I don't know. But I, but I love that TM loves the show. And I want, and, I, and a lot of people love this show, right? My dad's fucking all over this show. Um, yeah, my dad. Uh, I'm watching it too. Your dad's all over this show. I mean, I want to see what's going on, but fuck me. Uh, this is one character just ruining everything for me. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'll apologize for her. It is it is greatly slowed down. That's all I'm saying. Like we were like first season. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yellowstone four episodes. Fucking three in the morning. Who gives a fuck? Mm. Now it's halfway through one episode. We're like, oh my god. Do, do you, I got to take the garbage out. Like, I just, I want to do something else. Is the tap out button close? Is it out? Or no, this is like, see it through. I don't think it's out yet. Yeah. But if <laughs> it, it, I know where it is whenever she comes on screen. Put it that way. Like, I, <laughs> I give it a glance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I give it a glance. Okay. Yeah. I see you. I see you over there. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> All right. All right. So episode two of Boba Fett. That came out this week, right? It did. Long episode, too, man. This thing was like an hour. Oh, really? I didn't even notice. I guess that's I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I fucking noticed. God damn it, I noticed. I thought you'd uh, enjoy this uh, show a lot more. I mean, this episode a lot more. I did. did, Because it was a little bit... Um, more focused. I'm just speaking for myself, I guess. And when I watch the show, all I do is think about how you are reacting to what's going on on screen. Um, but we got some fucking huts in there in the mix. Ugh, don't fuck. You didn't like that? No. Why? 
CGI huts. They look fucking terrible. Oh, my God. Just the look of them? Like, what fucking about their inclusion? What about their part in the story? Is that no. something you like? All right. There's only what? one thing that I loved about this episode, and everything else could go fuck itself. What is it? It's fucking badass, scary-ass Chewie. <sighs> this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> No, his growl was way more sinister than that shit, man. <laughs> this thing scared the shit out of me. His eyes through this costume was un goddamn believable. I like I need this fucking toy. Like I want this toy. That's all I want. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, need it. <laughs> but everything oh. else sucked. Did you uh read anything about this uh this dude? Uh I just I know the name. Uh-huh. It's kind of like Black Klansman or something like that. It looks it's like Black Christanton. Chris <laughs> Brian Cranston got it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Glad he's in this show. Um, and I know he's in like the comic book. I think that's like where yeah he yeah. is. His origin is from like a comic book. I, I don't care. I don't care about the origin. I don't care what his or her name is. I just mm-hmm. love the fact that this thing is scary as shit. Mm-hmm. I've never been so scared of uh, like a Star Wars character in a long time. This <laughs> really? Fuck, this, this, I got this thing. Fuck! Imagine this thing staring at you. It was like Sasquatch. <laughs> it's like Sasquatch showed up. Evil Sasquatch. I loved it. I wanted all this guy. They show him, and what do they do? Half hour of fucking backstory. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. Are you kidding me? I don't care what he does with the Tuscan Raiders and watching him build a staff and taking down a fucking train. I don't care. This is not the <laughs> Boba Fett I want. I don't ever want to see Boba Fett's face. And I got to see fucking veneers the whole show. <laughs> fucking it annoying. Weird. You make a good point, though. You bring up a good point. Mando never took his mask off, and it's something I fucking thoroughly enjoyed about The Mandalorian. I love the fact that he rarely, if ever, only in the last episode, basically, or two episodes, took his mask off. Yeah. Why does Boba Fett feel he needs to take his mask off whenever he, like, goes for a walk? I would have loved it if he, Boba Fett, showed up in Mandalorian, helmet on the whole time. So then, so then... Prequel people can be like, oh, that's the Django actor. And then the non-prequel people can have their own imagination of who's behind there. Right, it, right And right. you win over both fan bases. Well, I could see – well, the way they introduced him though, right, was him getting his stuff back, right? Like he had to get his, his fucking – I know, but they didn't even have to do that then. Right. But it's also a way for them to – tie into the original trilogy but I, again i'm with you like he i don't think he should be taking his fucking helmet off at all because it's not the mandalorian way but it's too late it now because is... we know who's fucking under there and i can't stand seeing this guy true i guess it's too late i mean if they just kept him anonymous anonymous bounty guy <laughs> <laughs> but come on he would have been so much more badass yeah. You could have kept that actor and just have him do the voice and never take the helmet off. Is this true? Absolutely. Fuck. Absolutely. Anyway, I didn't like so, this episode. I'm, 
uh, I didn't. I didn't mind it. I thought it was a lot better than the the first one. Obviously, I had my issues with the Sarlacc fucking ignorance uh, that took thirty seconds. Um, but this one was okay. Now, as a huge Star Wars fan and a and a collector of DVDs, yes, yeah, sir. Um, there is a fucking huge Easter egg in this episode of the people that. Boba Fett saves that are getting bullied on the uh, is it the train or no uh, when he breaks into that fucking room and all those uh, aliens yeah okay okay so those two people Mm -hmm. are characters in a cut scene or extra footage from the original Star Wars they are friends of Luke Skywalker's oh yeah okay not saying it's the same actors or anything but they are dressed almost identically to the scene that was cut out of star Wars. Wow. People did that research. It's amazing. Absolutely. Um, so it's just another little, you know, nod to the original trilogy, which is, I, you know, I thought you would have actually liked that. Yeah. That's like the huts. (laughs) No, I didn't like the huts. I don't, but I'll take the huts because we're at least in a, a, you know, the time where Boba Fett is at in his life. I don't want to go back anymore. I don't, he's a badass to begin with. I don't need to see him training. Like mm-hmm. I, he's fucking, he was the most badass dude in the, the original trilogy. Right. And now we have to see him like train. Right. And take down a train. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind that scene. I did. I actually did like no. the, uh, Cool, cool action piece, but mm-hmm. I, it doesn't drive that story for me to where he's at now showing mm-hmm. badass Chewie. Right. That's right. that's the problem I have with this show. Like if this show is called The Book of Boba Fett, I'm reading chapter 16 and then I'm reading chapter 2 and then I'm going to read chapter 17 and then I'm going to read chapter 3. Like I don't – you can't call these fucking episodes chapters if you're jumping around all over the time fucking frame thing right. how much I'm so angry dude how much cooler would this show be yeah now i don't know if it exists without the prequel inclusion of Django and boba fett but how much cooler would it be if we never if if boba was never tied into the whole clone war right uh, yeah he was like the prequels happen but there was no Django or no mandalorians whatsoever mm-hmm. and we just got the story of Boba Fett after the original trilogy. It would be so much fucking cooler. Absolutely. I would have taken that over prequel stuff. So that is what's bothering you. And I'm not just saying bothering you. It's bothering a ton of people, right? It's this, this, this character has been forced to like, not this character, but this, this backstory has been forced upon us because of the prequels. Because of the tie-in to fucking Django Fett and the clones and all that kind of shit. We got a history for this character that we never wanted, mm-hmm. which could have went anyway and been fucking super cool. Yep. Uh, like even a prequel show of Boba Fett before the original trilogy would have been fucking interesting had it not been tied in to the prequels. Uh, yeah. But I feel like they ruin one of their coolest characters of all time by making him part of like the biggest fucking Star Wars fucking origin story of all time. And they didn't need to do that. He was just a cool side character. That's mm-hmm. they could have left him there and, and made an amazing show about it. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, fuck. Like, in, in, listen, we already got him in, in Mandalorian, and I watched all that shit. Boba Fett shows up. All right, cool. Let's see what they do with him. But I'm not liking what they're what they're doing with this specific show. And this is Favreau too, man. He's he's writing all these yep. or, or at least yep. the first two so far. So I'm a little I'm not happy with what I'm getting from Favreau here. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I I don't like I don't know what what's going to happen in this in these flashbacks that's getting him to Obviously, what are we going to get? We're going to get him losing his armor, or he did lose it already. Oh, he already lost his armor. Oh, he already yep. lost it, right? The Jawas took that shit. Yeah. Yeah, right. So it's basically the where is the backstory going to end? Where well, he meet gets his armor back? Yeah, I mean it's got to be over soon because he, TJ and I were even talking about when we were watching it. We're like, when this when the Tuscan readers readers the Tuscan raiders. <laughs> Uh, capture him and bring him to their camp. TJ said to me, "Isn't he? Isn't he friends with them? Like what? Like what? Uh, when we meet him in Mandalorian, he's friends with the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then it starts. You know, the story starts going on, and you're like, oh, this is how he becomes friends with them. But we're two episodes in now. Like, th- there's no way this should take this long. There's not this much of a backstory to tell for him. Let's just get to the the meat of the story, which is in between." Mando and fucking the the next Star Wars movie, like The Force Awakens. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I, I just, ugh, it's just fucking annoying at this point. Again, though, this episode, I'm like, shouldn't the Death Star being be being destroyed right about now? Like, how fucking long has he been there? Yeah, like, how but... long did it take for them to leave Tatooine to destroy the, the fucking Death Star? In my eyes, it was an hour. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the whole world should be changing at some point here. Exactly. And I don't even know what Boba Fett's, like, how big is his story, right? He's just, like, he took over Jabba's thing, right? And it seems right. more of, like, a a gang fight now between, like, the Huts and him. But that doesn't seem like a huge story where the Mandalorian had, like, a tiny Jedi, which Impact. was huge. Right. Like, yeah, what? this is yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a much smaller scale story. Um I don't know, but some people might, you know, kind of enjoy that it's not impacting the the overall original trilogy storyline or anything like that. It's just doing its own thing. So. Well, it doesn't have to. I just like, you know, we didn't know the reveal at the end of The Mandalorian. I was just following fucking Baby Yoda and this character has uh the Force. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was going to have to be connected to the Skywalker thing at all. I loved Grogu and shit. But this, I i don't know, it, big story or small story, make it an interesting story. Right. I'm not that interested right now in, as far as like who takes control of the fucking Jabba's palace or of yeah. Tatooine. Like I don't care. I, I, I appreciated the Hut thing because it made sense to me, right? Like they, because I knew, again, sorry, this is a prequel type thing, but you knew yeah. there was more than one hut. Correct. Right? There, mm-hmm. was, there was a family of them. So it makes sense to them that they would show up and say, look, like, you can't just fucking come in and take over. Like, it's ours. Like, we we are now the huts. Of I get it. Whatever. Um, so I, I enjoy that. It makes sense. They're not pulling, and you know, they're not fucking wedging in 
old characters just because they can. Although there's an argument to be said that they could because why is that Wookiee there? But whatever. The Wookiee was super cool. So what the fuck? Fucking let's roll with it. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I, d- I just want to see the Wookiee fucking kill Boba Fett now. Like that's – I just want <laughs> – I want the Wookiee to come out on top and then we get a series, the Book of Black Wookiee. That's <laughs> what I want. Kill Boba Fett now. I don't even need Boba Fett to live out of this show. Yeah. I, I mean, don't. I don't either. I mean, <laughs> he obviously he obviously dies at some point. Just like Mandalorian, like Mando dies. Just like Grogu dies. They all die. Yeah. Have to, that has to be the end game for all these characters. Well, of course, but I, I want to see it on screen. Like, I want to see Boba Fett get his head smashed by <laughs> Black Klansman. Brian Cranston. I want to see him die. But I have a feeling they're going to fucking – Boba Fett's going to make a deal with him and they're both going to take on the huts or something. Oh, he's going to become a good guy. You don't want him to become a good guy. Fuck no. I won't be evil. I won't be scared of him. <laughs> imagine, okay. Imagine during our horror tournaments, imagine waking up in the middle of the night and he's staring <laughs> at the foot of your bed. Fuck that, man. This Wookiee is the scariest thing I've seen in a long time. His yeah. eyes are fucking gnarly. Yeah, he's he's really cool. He's got that gray goatee. Oh, of all his black hair. Yeah, he looks cool. I like him a lot too. Great character. He's he's my favorite. He's my favorite character. But, okay, this is this is hilarious to me though because the introduction of this black Cranston <laughs> is the introduction to Boba Fett that we got. And you're you're giving the exact we, not you. I'm just sending you out saying yeah. we're giving the exact response. That we gave to Boba Fett. A guy shows up. He looks super fucking cool. He doesn't say a word. And he yeah. just looks like a badass. Yes. It is literally a mirror image of how we were introduced to Boba Fett. You know what I mean? Correct. Except we we know what a Wookiee looks like. Where we didn't know what. Okay, hey, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're That's right. the only difference. But yeah, a character we've never seen before. Or at least I have been seen before. Um, right. Again, didn't yeah. say a word. Just did a fucking... Yeah. You know, just complete a badass. Shit my pants. The first time we saw all the bounty hunters in Empire, we were just like, "Who are these fucking guys? What's that guy all about? Look at his mask; it's amazing." And that was it. That was He's it. Out. Done. Fucking, oh, it was amazing. Oh, fuck. This is a rough show for me to watch, but <laughs> it's it, it's very hard because I'm such a huge, you know, original trilogy Boba Fett fan. Fucking love him so much as just like this, you know. He's more he's he's more of a like an action figure to me because I just love that figure so much. And that's yeah. I I'm the one who made stories for him after Jedi, right. yeah. playing with my toys and shit. Right. But now right. someone else is telling me some right. canon now bullshit. Telling you what it really happened. <laughs> right. I think like when I I wrote when I was a kid, I wrote the entire story of evil dead 2 like i wrote it all out oh. and then evil dead 2 came out and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> you just threw your script in the garbage yeah it was fucking horrible <laughs> i don't know i don't need the show i'm very upset with how they're handling boba fett especially going back to the prequels i mean that is such a sore spot uh yeah. i, I kind of don't care about the story I'm telling you, the only thing that saved me this episode was uh, Cranston. <laughs> I don't Black know Cranston. 
Yeah, Black Black Cranston. So, uh, no, Black Cranston for Kashyyyk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fucking dating profile. I wonder if he celebrates Life Day, that Wookiee. He probably hates Life Day. He probably fucking hates Life Day. I fucking hates Life Day. Yeah. Uh, let me read you about him. Let me give you his bio here. Okay. You want his bio? Or sure. No, you, you want to? Yeah, fuck it. Sure right, Black Cranston, nicknamed. Oh, this is going to ruin everything. Oh, God. <laughs> nicknamed? Who nicknamed him? He's not a dog. Nickname Santy. Santa Claus? BK or Black K. Burger King? Afra was was a male Wookiee bounty hunter whose career spanned from during the rule of the Galactic Empire to the era of the New Republic. Originally captured from his homeworld Kashyyyk and trained by the infamous, sorry, infamous, the infamous Xanti brothers. <laughs> they directed Uncut Gems, I think, right? As, <laughs> as a gladiator. Black Cranston later became a ferocious bounty hunter. He was regularly, regularly. Oh my god! Reading every syllable. <laughs> Whoever wrote this thing has a lot of mistakes. <laughs> he was regularly hired by the crime lord Jabba the Hutt, and at one point was hired by Darth Vader during the Galactic Civil War to track down and capture an agent of the Emperor. Okay. Now, goes on here. Following the end of the war. Now, I don't know if this was just added because of this episode. Do you or think what, you're spoiling but... for anyone that's listening? Spoiling what? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> I don't. We're just. This isn't. I don't know if this is. This is just a Star Wars wiki. A Wookiee. This is a Wikipedia. <laughs> Listen, yeah. following, I don't know, uh, maybe this might spoil what's going to happen to him here, but <laughs> following the end of the war and the death of Jabba, Black Cranston came under the employ <laughs> of the late Hutt's cousins, brother and sister crime lords known as the Twins. So that's where we're wow, at Wow, how clever. Their cousins, Criminal Empire, had been taken over by former hunter Boba Fett and the Hutt's son. Uh, yeah, so this is just, I think this paragraph was literally added this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> Favreau steal this from Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Again, who cares, right? Let's just see him be fucking badass and kill people. You're right. Oh, look, there's an entire fucking four-paragraph biography right here. Do you think he speaks English? Like I hope he just doesn't turn to bullshit. No, like... no way. They're... If they do that, <laughs> that is fucking that's sacrilege. You cannot have them do. Because <laughs> I t- guarantee <laughs> Boba Fett, you can no. You just ruined everything for me. What that is got... the first fucking thing ever? Team up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is the worst thing ever. Don't. Don't ever bring that up again. Say my he's, name. Right? He's a... Black <laughs> 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 Cranston. <laughs> Fucking dick. Love All it. Right. All right. So, I mean, look, I thought it was better than the first episode. Obviously, I had a lot of problems with the first episode, but I'm still, I'm still not like, this isn't as fun as Mando for me. It's not even close. 
Um, I'm with you though. I'm with you. This is is this this character has been completely and utterly defamed, basically, in my eyes. He was everything to me at one point. Everything. Yeah. And now he's just this is boring. A and bit. there was no avoiding. Once he popped up in Mandalorian, yeah. You were fucked. Like you that's it. Like if you wanted to keep your uh Boba Fett fandom untarnished and you were watching Mando, you're like Fuck. That's it. It's all over. (sighs) Fuck. Yeah, man. This hurts. This hurts that they're... And I understand, like, probably being behind closed doors with Lucasfilm and Favreau. They're like, everyone loves Boba Fett. We gotta, you know, we gotta bring him back. Absolutely. But it's just like, you don't have to. (laughs) You think... I think, like, maybe Favreau and Filoni were kind of like you, though, in those meetings. They're like, oh, but we got to now we got to cast this guy because of the fucking prequels. Right. Thanks, George. Thanks, George. Yeah, George. George is like looking in the window with the thumbs up. <laughs> he can't hear what's going on. They're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Thanks. Yeah, because they're on, they're on Skywalker Ranch, but George isn't allowed in his own fucking office. So just. Now, go fucking polish your landscaper, you dick. <laughs> go to the cafeteria, beardy. <laughs> go to the cantina, you get, prick. There's a lot of visuals here that are great. Obviously, we just we talked about the Wookiee. It was amazing. I like seeing huts. I love the Gamorrean guards hanging mm-hmm. around. I think that's really cool. We yeah. got to see a hammerhead this fucking episode. There's always a bunch of Bosks fucking walking around Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, there's Greedos in the first episode. You know, there was just everything's everything's there, like yeah. for you to fucking throw back to. And I, and I I don't hate that. A lot of people might, but I don't. I love being in that universe. Yeah, this goes against every or this this. What am I gonna say here? This is heavy original trilogy shit here, where it's just like you can't escape the Skywalker shit because right. you're on his planet. He's dealt with the huts. He's been in the fucking palace. He's dealt with the right. rancor. He killed the rancor. That's why that joke right. is there. Like it is yeah. heavy Skywalker. So if you're a fan that's just like enough with the Skywalker bullshit and you love Boba Fett, you're fucking way off. Yeah, absolutely. That's my speech. <sighs> no, it all makes sense. One hundred percent. Oh, thank you. Who plays this guy? I want to know who plays him. <laughs> I'm fucking obsessed with black pants. Man. Vince Vaughn is underneath there. <laughs> He's probably going to take his helmet off at some point. Oh, no. It's, it's just a human like head. fucking party city costume. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what fucking Boba Fett looks like. Yeah. Fucking party city over here. This fucking seven-year-old bald dude. <laughs> like, I'm fucking tough. No, you're not, dude. Come on. You were like in the 80s. Did you notice his teeth, though, this episode? I told you to look out for his teeth. No. I w- refuse to get caught up in your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> They're so big. When he's on the land speeder from like a distance, it's the first thing I see. I'm like, what are those teeth flying? Oh, it's Boba on a ten land speeder, uh, speeder bikes. Oh fuck! <laughs> I love. You know what's easy for these fucking these creators? And listen, I'm not saying this is an easy universe to fucking navigate, but they can literally. They can, they're just like there's so much. There's so much extra material of Star Wars, right? Like the books, the yeah. comics, mm-hmm. the fucking all the. They can literally just be like you know what. 
in this comic, I like this character. Let's make him canon. And they and they don't have to invent him. He's already there. Yeah. People lose their shit if they see them, right? So they're like, oh, my God, I remember that guy from this episode or, or this uh, issue of this and this book. And it's just like they have their pick of any fucking cool character they want to add to the show. Exactly. The sandbox is huge. Yeah. It's and they steal from other sandboxes. I'll take that, pal. <laughs> they absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, now's the time to be a creator in something Star Wars because – Everything is available. They look, they look at everything that they refuse to make canon, but they look at what people really fucking loved about those stories. Like, that's why we're going to get Thrawn in the uh, Ahsoka fucking mm. series, right? Like, because that's such a huge fucking storyline, but never made canon. And they were just like, hey, here's a huge character that everybody loves. Let's make him fucking. They don't have to invent anything. It's easy almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, good good Boba Fett talk. I'll probably get some time yeah. for it, but it's fucking it's huge. Huge Boba Fett talk. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see a lot of people fucking going crazy about Boba Fett, to be honest with you. Yeah. Hope so. Hope not. Hope so. Hope not. It's fucking black grandson. I'm fucking upset. I'm reading his whole Wikipedia page. <laughs> I can't I they better fucking release a figure of him. I'm buying it. And he better look cool. Don't give me no fucking bullshit. Well, I'm going to look exact. I want real Wookiee fur on him. <laughs> I'll fucking cut off pubes and put them on if I have to. I don't care. He is a badass looking character, man. He is fucking scary. I love him. As soon as he showed up, I'm like, holy shit. I but did. All this, he, I, the only reason I was bringing it up because of his introduction was exactly like Boba Fett's. Because in 15 years from now, 20 years from now, we're going to have the Black fucking Cranston show. It's yeah. like the book of Black Cranston. Yeah. Because we're, everyone's going to get obsessed with him like we are. And the same shit's going to happen. It's going to be, be ba- baby Cranston and we're going to see how he became evil. <laughs> <laughs> baby He's celebrating Life Day. He gets no gifts. Fuck it. He just tears his fucking Wookiee palace down. He, he fucking burns his tree. He goes down to the bottom of his fucking tree and cuts it down. You fucking dicks. And they they tie that into the holiday special where Han, like, flew the falcon low and burnt down his tree or something. That's why he became evil. All, the kid, the holiday specials, canon all of a sudden. Canon. <laughs> Black Cannon. He's a, He's that's it. That's his name. That's now. his new nickname. It's not fucking Santy. <laughs> Santy. <sighs> Hello, my name is Santy. Oh no! I hope he doesn't speak. No, he can't. No. <laughs> I, wouldn't, wouldn't, I will stop watching. Friend. Can. Especially if he talks like that. Why do you do like that? the Sasquatch and Tenacious D. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bobby. <laughs> Want to be friends? Oh, my God. No. Hey, None you never this. know. Nope. We got I Dave, do know. We got Dave Filoni on the case. Oh, my God. You have lost all faith in Favreau and Filoni. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. 
Um, it's time for moose. Or do you need a break of any sort? Do you? I, I think I do. Fuck it. Why not? Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. The binge cast Record for ten hours Drinking bourbon High life and gin They got a bladder The size of a peanut And when long burps <gasps> Nobody wins It's a pain Great I go to pee and I, I TJ's like TJ's waiting to go to bed because this is his room now. Anyways, yeah. I'm like, uh, we just broke down everything about the the black fucking Wookiee, and yeah. uh, he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, he's from the comic. He's like, I have the comic on my shelf in there. I'm like, oh, you have one. Of the... So I came back in. I looked. Yeah, the fucking characters in the fucking graphic novel that TJ has on his table. Oh shit. Yeah, like he's a big deal. I he's wonder where fucking... that when that takes place. Um, it's, yeah, it's pre-original trilogy. It's about, it's about Vader. The the comic's called Vader, I believe. Oh. So it's all about what Vader was doing, uh, in between the fucking prequels and, and the original trilogy, I guess. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So he's old. Yeah. And you know what? They, I, I mentioned comics and books, video games too, they can pull from. There's tons of original characters that were brought up in video games that are huge hmm. and i guarantee that one way or another they're going to be involved gotcha oh well wookies mm-hmm. i want to get back to i said he old he's old the wookies are fucking old right they're like yeah yeah so all right okay yeah. should we do a little yeah, the, uh i open i literally open up the graphic novel and there's a huge fight scene between him and chewbacca oh yeah interesting shit I'm telling you you think chewie will show up there'll be a fight 
Look at Chewie is one of those characters, right? Like C three PO and and R two. They yeah. they can show up whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, maybe right? fucking Chewie decides to go Tatooine for a little cantina drink. And what we talked about last week, right, was like if there's a CGI fucking Han Solo scene. I mean, that would be epic for us. Anyways, not everyone's gonna love it, but that would be if really it looks fucking... good. If it looks good, yeah. If it looks good, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, and I don't think Harrison Ford is going to be up to it as much as Mark Hamill was. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Can we do this on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> While I'm flying my yeah. <laughs> Can I just say what I want? I don't want anything to do with anything we are doing. Harrison, that engine is a little loud. Can you? Uh... <laughs> oh, let me just crash it real quick. <laughs> Six days, seven nights style. <laughs> Holy fuck. All right, let's get to uh, what did you watch? Yeah, I got a little medley here. we go. So what did you watch this week? Did you watch? Did you give it a go? Did it totally blow? Like some skank ass hoe. <laughs> Those odds. I'm like, well, that's a weird drop. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> what if this is the intro for Mando? <laughs> Mandalorian. <laughs> what if this is the intro for Mandalorian? Where is it? I'm looking for that. Like, Mandalorian. <laughs> Wait. Greatest fucking intro song. Hello, Cranston. <laughs> There's this one too. This is uh, this was on um, this is on the editing room. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you mind if I touch your butt? <laughs> 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 
Is that Mando talking to Baby Yoda? That's disgusting. <laughs> no, that that's why they cut it out. Oh, <laughs> smart. Mm-hmm. Smart fans. Also, every episode was supposed to start like this. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, Mandalorian, what's your name? And he put his helmet on and he goes, Mando. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> that would be amazing, though. You know, <laughs> oh, I have um, <laughs> Black Cranston's uh, roar for episode three. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, does it not look like he delivers that? Like it should. <laughs> <laughs> That's an exclusive audio clip from episode three. And then the, the, the fucking, the, what are the guards called? The Gamorian guards? Gamorian guards. Yeah. They finally have a speaking role and they're like, oh my. <laughs> what? Why are they sound like that? Oh my god. Oh wait, actually, uh, there's a, here's a clip, actually, episode four, they run into uh-huh. uh Black Cranston, and he does speak. So here's his uh, here's oh, no. his speaking. He wants to know, like, what do you think of uh, man? Uh, Boba Fett's like, what do you think of uh, you know, Mister Hut over there? We love him. Coco, suck a Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's more like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's baby sass. Oh my god. It was a long winded setup, but you get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh god, I even set it up wrong. Set it up wrong too. <laughs> okay. What'd you watch this week? I watched two movies because you me- told me to. <laughs> okay. I said I'm watching these. <laughs> Did not say you need to watch these. You said, no, I know how the game works, Pete. <laughs> I know that you just make aware what you're watching. Yeah. But it also is implicated, implicated that maybe if you want to talk about it, you should watch it too. And I'm like, I'm game. You guys play this game with me all the time. I'll play with you. Yeah. So I do send these this list to you and I'll say watching this, which means haven't watched it yet. So oh. I'm never sending you something that I've seen already. Oh, okay. So I'm different in that way. I will say just finish this because that way you know I've watched it for sure. Well, I'm true to my word. So when I say watching this, that means I'm going to watch this. Same outcome then. Correct. Anyways, all this bitterness in our voices. (laughs) You want first movie. Let's start with this one. This one is called Agnes, okay? Agnes, yes. Agnes. Now, the poster's cool. It's a nun with her eyes bleeding. Yes. Red wall behind her with an upside-down cross also bleeding. So, Mm -hmm. exorcist movie, you know, exorcism movie, I am in. I am in. I feel like there's like three or four of these a month. Like, you're not in every one of these. What is it about this one? No, no, no. I'm into any... Well, really? I'm into watching any and all. Like, I'll give them all a shot because I am just so fast, not fascinated. Like, I just love getting scared and possession right. scares me. Right, 
Right. And I love I, I, I love to get scared. I get it. So you didn't watch a trailer or anything, or did you? Or I did. I saw this was available. I'm like, oh, cool cover. Mm-hmm. And we have some nuns here. It'd be cool mm-hmm. to see a nun get possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the trailer, and the trailer had some good scary moments in it. Like uh, it was very vague stuff. Like the one, there's one shot where um, Agnes is <laughs> not the lead character, but uh, her friend <laughs> is <laughs> <it's> so stupid. <laughs> 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 the lead character, uh, uh, her name escapes me, uh, but she's in the hallway praying, and all the doors in the hallway are flapping open and closed. Like that shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's a great visual. Right. Uh, so there was a lot of great visuals in the trailer, but the movie. <laughs> this is a this is a steaming pile of horse shit right here. This is this is terrible. This is fucking real bad. So, okay. So here's the, here's the little quick synopsis. So uh, a nun gets possessed. They call to uh, a priest to uh, come exercise the demon out of the out of the nun. He's a little reluctant, kind of doesn't really believe in it. Uh, he brings a little protege with him, and th- during during the exorcism, uh, we cut to the future to see another nun living out her life. That's that's the movie, really, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> this movie this turned me into a bad person. Like I I was watching it and I unjustifiably like got mad at people around me just because it was on. Like I it was on. It might as well have been on my phone because that's how much I was on my phone. <laughs> But at some point, I'm watching it. TJ comes upstairs. He goes, what are you watching? And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You're mad at him. No, nothing. (laughs) Like, I was angry about even partaking and sitting in front of the TV for this movie. Like, I was that angry about it. Um, There was a lot of... (laughs) There was a lot of fucking skipping ahead at the end of this movie, Pete. Because... They would start a conversation somewhere in a house or something, and I would just be like, "Okay, I got, I gotta go, I gotta do stuff. Like I don't want to do this anymore." And I would fast forward it, and they're still having the same conversation. I would fast forward it a bit; they were still having the conversation, and then I fast forward, and then she bites his face for no reason. But <laughs> I have to rewind it just to get to why we got there. There's no context. There's no context. It's so angry about everything that was going on in this movie, and the way it ends is just so unsatisfying on every fucking level. Ugh. It's oh my god, what a piece of fucking garbage this film is. This is terrible. Some um, some good scares, some good visuals. Like I said in the beginning, at the the nun house, I don't know what they call right. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the convent. The convent. The nun. The nun house. The nun apartment. That's great. Agnes is the girl who is possessed, but the person on the poster is not Agnes. Her name's Mary. Mary. Uh, Original. (laughs) (laughs) And after the uh, exorcism of – or failed exorcism of Agnes, Mm -hmm. we – like I said, we cut to Mary 
living out her life. In the first, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes, I'm like, is this before she becomes a nun or is this after? Like, I really had no idea where we were in time. I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I thought too much about this movie. Uh, It's a a piece of shit. She does meet um, Sean Gunn, which is uh, James Gunn's brother. He plays a comedian. Uh, She kind of has a thing for him, I guess. Or she – I think Mary used to date him before they uh, were Yeah, because he knows who Mary is when she brings him up. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happens is uh, as they're exercising Mary, uh, the demon ends up going into Agnes. But she leaves – uh, the nun job and uh, – which which could have been great. We could have seen this woman who left the convent and be a demon outside in the world. Like right. at the grocery store just doing violent acts to her coworkers and all that shit. But like it falls so flat. No, it's fucking it would have been awesome to see the demon like escape through – this girl who left right like the demons trapped in you're surrounded by religion can't get out this girl decides to get out goes in her and he's he's out into the real world now or something uh causing havoc right but we just get that one scene of her laughing while working it was every, freaking uh, everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, this oh, movie's a fucking man. this is a two this is a two <laughs> on ten yeah, I'm absolutely with you. Two on ten. Just a fuck time. It's a waste. <clears throat> Fucking worst. All right. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Look at. I was gonna not... reach out to you and say, "Have you watched this yet?" And then oh. give you a little heads up, but. Eh. But okay, this is okay. I will say this. I'm not blaming you at all, but I will say this. Yeah. The reason why I tell you after I watch a movie, because. Pete, there has been hundreds of films that I have watched that I have not told you about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know, but like, I don't want to like show my hand. No, I understand that. But me watching a film and not telling you about it, I'm not showing my hand at all. I'm just, I just know that it is complete and utter garbage, and there's no reason for me to share this. But you're showing your I'm... hand when you say, "I watched this." In a way. Yeah. Well, I, if it's worthwhile, yeah. Okay. But if it's like if I watch this <laughs> and I like say I watch six movies during the week. Yeah. This isn't one of the ones I'm going to tell you about. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I only had this one all week until no, I this know. morning. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's nothing happening right now as far as film being released. But I, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes. There's movies so bad <laughs> that I do share them because I need you. <laughs> this wasn't one of them. This wasn't like so bad it's fun. This was just bad. Oh, so bad. I apologize. Yeah. It's okay. It's, All right. Yeah. Well, you want to set up the next? Yeah. Um, the Tender Bar. Now, uh, I've been excited about this for a bit because it's a bunch of people that I really enjoy. Uh, directed by George Clooney, starring The Fleck. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jess said, uh, when I brought this movie up, she's like, oh, is this with that kid that swears a lot? And I was like, what? Hmm. And apparently there's a video of this kid. <clears throat> um, I don't know. It's some sort of viral video. Okay. Where he swears constantly. Um, and this is how George Clooney discovered this kid and gave him the role in the movie. <laughs> oh my God. 
So I've never looked up the clip. I might while we're fucking doing this just to see what it was all about. But okay. if you, this is his first movie because it says introducing um the fuck his name. Introducing Daniel Ran Manieri as yeah. young Jr. Um so I I kind of want to look up this video at some point tonight to see what it's all about. Okay. Um Yeah, so it's about his character, Daniel Ranieri, who is also Ty Sheridan's character. Now, you love Ready Player One, right? Yep. yep. The movie, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, where we uh, most recently noticed this guy from. Yes. It's uh, based on a real-life memoir by J.R. Moringer. Uh, and the synopsis is basically, a boy growing up on Long Island seeks out father figure among the patrons at his uncle's bar. So the uncle is Ben Affleck. He's Uncle Charlie. He works at a bar. He is basically um, trying to help raise this young kid with uh, the mother, who is played by Lily Rabe. And um, his father is a cocksucker who is a DJ who is known as The Voice Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the greater New York State area, I guess. And uh, he's never around, so everyone's trying to pick up this kid. But their life is hard. They, uh, they're they lower income. Um, they all, it seems like 14 of them live with their fucking grandfather, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd, played by Christopher Lloyd. Um, and it's just like, you know, I, I think there's a lot of relatable shit here. Anyone with a big family when you're younger and uh, lower to middle class has these memories of the entire family being together. I do greatly you know what i mean uh-huh. my grandmother had seven kids um so i had fucking dozens of fucking uh cousins right and we uh-huh. would just all hang out there so that's what the feeling i got from that yeah mm-hmm. yeah um yeah so it's just basically about him what like his mom wants him to go to yale she wants something bigger for him than the rest of the family obviously i've just kind of painted a picture for you what their family's like it's all like living in one house and kind of no one's uh you know uh, accomplished anything but he wants she wants him to go to yale make something out of himself become a lawyer and he has, shows an interest in reading and that has a lot to do with ben affleck's character uncle charlie yes and they have a great bond and it's about that bond and him going through life and just becoming a man and all the shit that comes along with that. That's basically the entire movie. Nailed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Sorry. this was almost two hours long, Peter. Hour and 46. Um, oh, really? I thought it was longer than that. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> no. But you're not wrong. At some point... Jess was like, wow, this is a long movie. And I kind of paused it just to see how long it was. Like, yeah, it is It is pretty long. Um, I feel like, uh, like, I, there's no way I'm, I was going to dislike this movie. Um, I love everyone involved. I love Clooney. I love Affleck. Yep. I like Sheridan. Yep. So I was like, okay, I really, really want to see this. And I want to see a fucking family drama powered by Affleck. Like, I needed that in my life. And, I'm, you know... Looking at it through those glasses, I got exactly what I wanted. I thought Affleck was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is the uncle everyone fucking deserves. Mm -hmm. He's that, you know, the late 70s, early 80s uncle that is just fucking smoking in every fucking, like every room he goes into. He's drunk all the time. Mm -hmm. He's just having a fucking grand time. He's a bartender. He's got his fucking bartender guy buddies. 
Um, it's just it's just a fucking very relatable film. I felt like all the characters in here I've known at one point in my life. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the kid was fucking great. Like when it was really good. Oh, when he went away, I guess you know to when Ty Sheridan comes in to replace him as the uh, the older version. I was like, right. oh, God damn it, that kid was fucking fantastic. I <laughs> <laughs> want more of him. But Jess said that too because she was like, it happens really early, and mm-hmm. Jess was like, that's it, like that's all this kid had. But then we go back and we we keep jumping back and forth. Like, yeah, we didn't really gonna happen. Um. Right off the bat, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. Nice. I had a good time with this movie. Uh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd, that scene with him with the uh, breakfast. Farting. What's that? Oh, farting? farting? Oh, I love that too. Yeah, absolutely. That wasn't me. <laughs> ben Affleck. I mean, this is like his role. This is like perfect for him. Yeah, this is it, man. Uh, Ty Sheridan was great. That I think that's the stuff probably where you looked at that runtime where it was just like him trying to get the girl and you're just like, yeah, that, That's a little long in the tooth. I mean, we get it. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean? Like, <clears throat> it's long and it doesn't go anywhere, which is upsetting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have like that fairy tale ending for those two. Right. You're just like, oh, fuck, it's... why do we spend so much time on them? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of meaningless. <laughs> but uh, whatever. But it was seeing his disappointment every time she dropped bad news on him. <laughs> it's kind of hysterical. See, Ty Sheridan. Oh, he does that. The way he reacts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he doesn't play it cool at all. He's like, what no. the fuck? <laughs> fucking a Volvo. That's funny. <laughs> um, no, man. It's just good. I, it's just a feel-good movie. Um, I didn't know anything. I didn't know this was based on a real-life person. I didn't mm-hmm. know. It was based on a memoir. I did. I had no idea about anything. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. so it was just interesting to watch. I, I enjoy a movie like this once in a while, and it hit me at the right time. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Was the the timing of this? I mean, this was like feel good movie. I laughed. There are some heartstring moments. There's some great acting here. I, I just like had a smile on my face watching this movie. It was just my favorite. My favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of laughing. And this made me laugh the hardest. I like, I questioned myself after it. I was like, why did I laugh so hard at this? He's doing, uh, Ben Affleck's doing the uh, wordy gurdy at the bar. Yeah. And he can't get the answer. And the kid fucking blurts the answer out. Yeah. And then Ben Affleck gives him another one and he blurts that out. And he gives another one and he blurts that out. And they fucking pan four characters down the bar to this one character who has not been involved in the movie whatsoever. And he is one of the main characters from here on out, but Uh they pan down to his face and he's looking like, what the fuck is (laughs) going on down there? (laughs) I fucking lost my shit at this scene. I was fucking laughing so hard at this. It was the best. And I fucking said to Jess, I'm like, I just, I couldn't stop laughing about it. I'm like, why am I laughing so hard about this fucking scene? Yeah, all his friends were great. It reminded me of um, the Wahlberg movie Invincible, like that bar. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was, it was like that. And I was just like, oh, I love, I love being in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a bar like this, or right. You know, no, you probably do. You just have to. You know, <laughs> fuck that, bar. right? Like, it, it's there somewhere. I don't have, like, I personally don't have that where I know the bartender and I right, know but... everyone sitting next to me. Like, I don't have that. 
But yeah, but if you start going to a bar, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be friends with anybody. What are you crazy? <laughs> you to me talk to humans? What's wrong with you? But I don't have this. It's my I, fault that I don't have it. I like I love this setup. I, but I used to be a bartender and it was a little fucking dive joint and <clears throat> I hated the people that were there every day. Like, it, you know, I never had this in my life. You know what I mean? Like, where they came in, you're like, ah, oh, fucking Bobby, come on, sit down, I'll back you up. Like, I yeah. fucking love that, by the way. I'll back Me you too. I'll Me back too. them up. But uh, that's not the experience I had when I was a bartender. The fucking Stan walked in. I was like, oh, motherfucker, this fucking guy with his goddamn draft with tomato juice. I fucking hate this asshole. Like, that was me, every fucking person that walked into that bar. So well, You're not the tender bar. You're not no, tender. No, I'm not the tender bar. I was the fucking get the fuck out of here, you low-life cocksucker bar. Fucking hated everybody. You were Black in. Cranston behind that bar. Oh, let me guess, Billy. You want 47 fucking small drafts because they're fucking 67 cents. Right, you're gonna sit here and drink that for four hours until the band starts. You're gonna fucking obnoxiously hit on some fucking chick, and then I'm gonna have to hop the bar and escort you out. That's how our night's gonna go, right, Billy? You dick. Jesus, Agnes rubbed you the wrong way this week. I see. <laughs> this, this my bartending career was just a fucking horrible. <laughs> you're just, you're just so jealous that Affleck has an amazing. Bartending. Yeah, it's the greatest bar in the world. He's got fucking, he's got fucking Charles Dickens books all around the back. Like God, fucking shit. We had a, we had a fucking, like a fucking Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition, and everyone went to the bathroom and jerked off with it. Like it was the fucking worst. The worst fucking. We had to. We fucking. We, up one night, we we would sit there on the weekends and we would drink after hours, and we we'd all get. We were supposed to have one staff drink, right? Uh huh. We would get obliterated. We would drink for fucking three hours. <laughs> it would be fucking, it would be five in the morning. Yeah. We would fucking go home one way or the other, walk or whatever. And then one night, our fucking, <laughs> our alarm went off at like seven in the morning. The whole night, because we had, we had fucking like motion sensors. The yeah. whole night, we had a fucking customer passed out in the bathroom. <laughs> And he woke up at seven in the morning and started walking around and said the fucking thing. We partied all night in the bar and didn't know this asshole was sleeping in the fucking bathroom. That's like this, the sunny episode where the guy was dead in the booth. <laughs> not the tender bar. This is not no. the tender bar. It was called Diamonds. It was incredible. Oh. Yeah, his bar is called The Dickens. The Dickens. The Dickens. <laughs> um yeah i i really i really like this movie this was uh this was good timing for just like fucking watch a good feel that was it yeah that's it. it's all about timing for me you're you're so right i just needed that i love clooney and i love affleck and like i said just going into it i'm like i'm gonna fucking love this movie like i don't i don't even care like i'm gonna love this movie and yeah. i did yeah it was fucking what uh, you want to do a rating? Yeah, I'll go. This is an easy seven and a half for me. Ooh, I'm gonna uh, add point five to that, and I'm gonna go eight on ten. For nice. Me. Yeah, I had a good time, man. Fucking I had a good what? time. 
I threw this on before work, which I like never do. I just had like a few hours before going into work. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, All right, let's throw this on. It seems easy enough. And I was like completely engaged. I didn't even think about like getting to work. It was just like locked in, having a great time. Feeling, nice. feeling good. Feeling nice. great. That's it. All right. Um, all right. I'm, I'm wondering, like, did you find that clip of the kid fucking swearing? No, fucking I mean, I've looked for it, but I, it's like, it's all like interviews and shit. Other interviews. TikTok.com. Ah, Dick. fuck that bullshit. No, let me, let me see what this is. Let me see. No, sorry. I even asked. Fucking don't even do it. Don't even do it. There we go. Listen. Well, nice. Like 60, 65, like that. We could sit outside on the porch. No, the lockdown. A, oh. a lockdown is when you say the fuck inside, not the fuck outside. <laughs> you know what a lockdown is when you say the fuck inside. We could sit outside on the porch. A lock, the lockdown is when you stay the fuck inside. <laughs> <laughs> so you plan on staying in the house till like June? The fucking lockdown. <laughs> Not the fuck outside. <laughs> you don't hear the news. A lockdown. You the fuck outside. Just Minnie Moreno right here? <laughs> that was fucking pretty brilliant. Yeah. Who do like... watch it? Like, this is my dude. This is my dude. Yeah. Right here. This is like <laughs> Joe Pesci when he was younger. <laughs> Fucking lockdown. Oh, boy. Now there's a bunch of TikTok shit showing. I that's, don't know that's great. I'll hire him. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. That was great. What's uh, the fucking lockdown? It was, it was way younger, too. Than oh, was yeah? Until, yeah, this was years ago. Oh, it's fucking oh, brilliant. Fucking that's funny. And he shit. doesn't even... Like it's just funny though because he doesn't really he has the one scene where he swears in the in the the dream that Ty Sheridan's having. That's right. Because yeah. he doesn't swear at any other point during the movie. It's not like that's why he hired him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Good actor though, man. That kid played very he well. Really he was really fucking great, man. Yeah. I really like this kid. I think we're gonna see more of him because uh, even just him listening to Ben Affleck when they cut to him just listening and shit was good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man. A lot of fun, people. Um, this is, uh, what is this on? Is this on Amazon? Uh, Amazon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Check out the Tender Bar if you want to feel good fucking coming of age story. It was a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah. All right. I think that's it. That's uh, it. Pete and I are gearing up for our top 10 movies and television shows. It's going to be pretty epic. Um, mm-hmm. And Marvel's mail in votes, they count. I got them. Yep. 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 Um, so that'll be on the full binge. Again, if you want to be on the full or get the full binge, go to patreon.com slash binge media. And then you can sign up there. Five bucks a month. Uh, totally worth it because we put all our heart in the full binge. Pete. Yes, sir. Everything, uh, everything good. You want to say anything else? Uh, go to parksense.com. Oh, it's a site that has candles, wax melts, room sprays. Put things in your cart. Go to that discount code area. Type in binge twenty. Get twenty percent off. Fantastic smells. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's I, it. I, I have one. I have one lit right now. It's called extraterrestrial adventure mm. 
slash ET's balls. It's uh, amazing. It's a great it's smell. Yeah. Great theme park smell. And uh, check out uh, Scream 2 commentary with uh, Ammon and myself. That's Patreon exclusives. But uh, check that out. We are in the process of rescheduling our Disney trip right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. We only got a certain window that we can reschedule because it's 2025. Fun. No, no, no. It's this year. Oh, fuck, dude. Brave. Yeah. You are brave, it's sir. Hard. It's hard. Oh, my God. Ah, fuck. All right. That's it. That's um, it. We'll, be, uh, we'll be back next week. Um, thanks for listening. Call in 708-406-9546. Pete, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. Bye. Thank you for listening to the BingeCast on BingeMedia.net. To listen to the full binge, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bingemedia. BingeMedia patrons will get access to the full binge, the BingeCast's four-hour show on a private RSS feed, and they'll get it a full 24 hours before it hits the public RSS feed. BingeMedia patrons also get other perks, so check us out at patreon.com slash bingemedia. Subscribe to the BingeMedia Podcast Network at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the full binge.